Welcome to this episode of Circle of Trades. I'm Todd Studer in studio today, Travis Waldstein of AirServe Heating and Air Conditioning in Council Bluffs. Travis, thanks for your time and also thanks for the guest that you brought with you today. Uh, we have Bailey McQueen-Jones with us. She is the Director of Strategic Initiatives with Avenue Scholars, Southwest Iowa. Travis, what is the reason for bringing Bailey in today? Because I know this is going to be a really interesting episode. Well, the rumor was in her past childhood, her past life, she was a troublemaker. So I wanted to bring her. No, I'm teasing. No, he's not. <laughs> that, if, if that's the case, I can understand where the synergy comes from. <laughs> Probably I'm, my son, which all the kids with Lewis Central, but my youngest son with Lewis Central, and obviously he worked for me when he was in high school, uh, dealt with uh, Bailey uh, with, uh, I say, a, a student junior a couple of years ago or a senior. Uh, he came and worked for us for the summer as an intern, and basically, you know, he got to be a part-time employee. Uh, he was pretty much full-time employee, duct cleaning, installations, and service. Kind of got some hands-on as a, you know, as an intern, you know, as a intern, pre-apprentice type setup. You know, the reason I got in contact with him is because uh, of Bailey and their program, and uh, you know, with that, and I think it's a great. Uh, program that's available and so we you know she's primarily working with high school students and so want to get chance to have people that are you know listening to this you know whether students parents whatever to understand what her role is and what they do Um, you know in particular with her Lewis Central but uh, you know but uh, with Avenue Scholars in Southwest Iowa and talk about that process so Thought it'd be a great opportunity to bring her in, let them talk about their program, and if anybody's interested, how to reach out or make contact. Well, Bailey, let's let's begin with where does your passion for this come from? Why is this a field that you have chosen to make a career out of? Well, first off, thank you both for for having me, and I'm really excited about the opportunity to speak with you guys today. And honestly, my passion comes from just I really enjoy working with students. I really enjoy um, the Council Bluffs, Southwest Iowa area. I'm originally from Farragut, Iowa, and then came to Council Bluffs to go to Iowa Western and then just decided to raise my family here and stay here, and it's really become my home. So previously, I worked at Iowa Western Community College, and I was the director of recruitment, Um, spent a lot of time working in the post-secondary education world. And then this opportunity um, was presented by the director, uh, by the executive director, Kara Cooltrady, who I worked with at Iowa Western, and and she was launching this program. And it really just um, resonated with me because it was an opportunity to continue working with students, to continue working with the local community college, Iowa Western, but then also to really dig into the workforce development part of Southwest Iowa, which I'm really passionate about because Coming from a small town, I know how vital it is to keep these students engaged, to keep them understanding what opportunities are out there after high school. And it doesn't always have to be a four-year um, education-bound um, projection. You know, they can they can earn a certificate. They can earn a um, licensure, something like that. And then exposing them to the career opportunities that are right here in their backyard. I think a lot of people think, I need to move away to do this, or I'm going to, I need to make more money, things like that. So really working with the trades and working with local businesses like Travis and AirServe, it's been so beneficial because we're able to, to help these students and showcase these different programs and businesses and how they can really make careers 
that are going to be um, upward moving, who are going to be able to start a family on. And I mean, I know when I first started my family and, and what I made then, I can't imagine living off of now, you know, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. So being able to engage with these uh, young people in our community and also really showcase Southwest Iowa and keep them here. To, to live and work and grow, that's where my passion comes from, is I get to kind of do my favorite things and mesh them all into one. How far back does the launch go? How long has this program been in place? Yeah, so we actually were established in 2019 um, through a wonderful, generous gift from the Lakin Foundation. So we're really excited. We're um, part of Avenue Scholars Omaha. So we were their first franchise over here in Southwest Iowa. So 2019 is when we got up and running. What's the response been from the students? I'm, I'm thinking from, from the very beginning, when it's brand new and no one knows anything about it up until where it is now, how have you seen things progress? It's been so exciting. So we started with four different school districts, um, Shenandoah, Riverside, AHSTW, and Tri-Center. Um, so we started with those. They were kind of our pilot their first year, um, it was also, we were just beginning. And so Kara and I did all their recruiting. So we started with a small cohort of 19 students. Um, really great. We were received very well by the community because they, these smaller schools, they don't always have the, all the resources that some larger schools have. So when we came in and said, listen, we don't cost anything for your school. We just want to be able to be embedded into the school as, you know, part of your team and work with these students that are really interested in trades, hands-on programs, or to go right to the workforce. You don't have to do any of those things. You know, uh, Travis mentioned pre-apprenticeships. That's a huge opportunity for a lot of students that don't want to have to go um, to school after high school. So we said, let us come in. Let us work with these students. Um, we really we have a high school career coach in our in our school. So we started with those four schools. They had a high school career coach. Um, it was great to hire her and Kara and I could, <laughs> could move on. Um, but then she was embedded in these schools and then she just became part of the, the team. She worked with them on career exploration, um, job shadows, which was our first interaction with Travis. Like, hey, can we just have kids come and see what does it mean to own a heating and cooling um, uh, business? Or also, what other aspects do you have within your business that people don't realize? We had a student that he was kind of thinking electrical, kind of thinking HVAC. And so Travis was able to say, like, these are how they kind of merge and, and overlap. And people don't know that if they don't, if you don't take the time to visit and things like that. So we did that. And then we expanded to Lewis Central. That was our next expansion um, the following year, which was COVID, which was rough. Um, but Lewis Central was amazing to bring us in. And we actually did video recordings for our applications and got very creative during that time. Um, and we were able to uh, fill 25 seats for that that cohort at Lewis Central. Again, our we had a coach that we hired there. She's embedded every single day at Lewis Central. She has a class that she teaches. Um, so again, just really part of their team. And that's where I think we really launched with a lot of the Council Bluffs businesses that are like, hey, Lewis Central has this new program that gives career exploration and career awareness opportunities for students. And we're not just focusing on four-year bound students, which was really big too, because we just caught a pool of students that maybe didn't know what they wanted to do. And so now they could be within our program and have that opportunity to visit places like AirServe, Black Hills, um, PowerTech, all those different areas to kind of figure out what their career may look like. And then we expanded again in 2021 um, to Glenwood Underwood and Trainer, filled 25 seats there. Again, wonderful, wonderful schools open their doors. Um, and then we are actually just launching an additional expansion um, into Missouri Valley, Logan, Magnolia, and Harlan. 
So super excited. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are spreading out quite a bit then, obviously. Yes, so. our reach is just one of the things that we really feel sets us apart from a lot of other opportunities. There's great robust programs all over um, a multi- multitude of school districts, but we're able to go all the way down to Shenandoah, all the way over to Harlan, up to Lomo. So we're able just to work with so many different, again, schools that may not have as many resources as some other ones. And the larger ones that do, like Lewis Central, they're still they have so many students, they know they, they do have a pool that we can still have such a positive impact on. What is the response? I know what my response was as an employer when you first brought this to me, and then actually go through the summer and, and, and do it. And it was a great experience. It was a great experience for me. And like I said, I, I'm looking forward to doing it again. Um, but what's been the experience? What you know? What what have the employers said that have you came and talked to? Because part of this process, you have to have people like me you know, in, in Logan, in Missouri Valley, you know, you know, to have come take a look at, come explore, come talk to. What's been the employer response? That's a great question. And if I could clone you, Travis, that'd be wonderful because <laughs> you were one of my first um, businesses that I was able to go to and say, hey, we are new. I am new. I'm passionate about local business and these students. And so it was really just conversation led. I, you know, it was a lot of kind of flyers and cold calling and um, individuals that could connect us. But really, I think the biggest thing that we have to let our business partners know is this is mutually beneficial for the business, just as it is for our young people. We're trying to really fill the workforce need. We work a lot with the state and with, you know, trying to look at the trend workforce trends. We know we have an area that the trades need to fill and there's going to continue to be these job openings. So we're saying give our these young people could learn from the best of the best. We want them to learn hands-on. We want them to have the opportunity and we want to fill your workforce need that you that you have. You may need a full-time employee but you're having problems maybe finding the right person, then we can we can provide you with that part-time intern. We say intern, it's, it's a part-time job is, is what mm-hmm. it is. Um, intern's a huge buzzword and and we, we love it. But when we're really having these conversations with the business partners is we want to fill your workforce need. We want these students to understand what's expected of them because even if it's a trade they haven't thought about, they're learning how to show up on time, how to be respectful, how to communicate, not just via text. I know that was a big part when I was working with Travis, like, okay, this is your schedule. This is when you have to show up, things like that. So really, we're just trying to let them know we offer wraparound supports for our students. We have a the coach. We work with them the entire time. I drove more students than I can probably count that summer um, to their intern internships when they didn't have cars. Um, but just letting them know we want to have this be beneficial for you as a business. So tell us what your needs are, and then we will we will use our student pool and we will find the right applicant. Make sure they show up. Make sure they're respectful and make sure they're they're suiting you. So we just we want it. It's not a one size fits all. It's very tailored, and I I hope that you felt that way too, Travis, when mm. we were working through the process because it's it's we learn as we go, and you know we kind of figure out the niche for each business. Everyone's going to have something different, so I really just try to let them know. We want to teach them the trades. You guys are the best at what you do. Mm-hmm. So that's why we want to offer this experience. And also we want to be here to make sure that we take some of that burden off you guys as supervisors that you can say, you call me and say, Bailey, I'm having this issue. Like, okay, great. We mm-hmm. see them all the time. We communicate with them all the time. We will help you through that. Mm-hmm. So just kind of segue them into full-time mm-hmm. employment. Yeah. 
my my experience was was awesome. Uh, the the student's name was Caleb. Uh, that came and he worked for us for pretty much all summer till school came. Um, you know, is is one of them deals. We just said, hey, you got, I'm gonna have you work forty hours a week. Could be no overtime as far as that goes. Being come and explore. You know, let's learn different things. You know, he his family was going on vacation for a week at some point, so it wasn't like it was something to where. If he didn't show up that week, it wasn't mission critical. But, you know, he had family already in the trades, you know. But it kind of gave him to see, hey, what else is involved? And, you know, because of what we do, we're involved with a lot of different stuff. Very positive, you know. If you talk to my guys, you know, that uh, work with them, you know, um, you know, he he he's still around town. We've talked to My guys have talked to him said, hey, you want, you know, you, if you want to come back and make this a career, you know, he, you know, he, he's doing whatever right now and that's fine, but uh, very positive experience, you know, um, like I said, did the thing showed up on time, you know, did what you asked, uh, you know, was he perfect? No. And, you know, but you had to set the expectation for him and, and you know, you don't get that in the classroom. I mean, you just don't, you know, in the classroom, they can send you to the office or saying whatever well if you're out in the real world guess what there's consequences for your actions so and the number one is maybe lack of a paycheck so you don't want to be that person to hold that over their head but they have to understand there's consequences for their actions in real life and we were able to customize that experience for what worked with AirServe and then and then replicate that with Caleb. So I think that was really beneficial as it was a customized experience. Bailey, I'm curious because it's it's still a fairly young program. Yes. You know, it, it's it's just uh, several years old. How are you measuring your success right now? Because you haven't had somebody that you can look back and say, okay, 15 years ago they went through our program and here's where they're at now. So how do you measure that right now? Yeah, that's a great question. So we do track all of our students, um, their time in high school, if they go to post-secondary to Iowa Western or if they go straight into the workforce or earn a licensure certificate, whatever, we track all of that. And then we also follow our students into their employment journeys. So we actually work with our students at least six months when they're in full-time employment, help them with that onboarding, help them. I mean, I'm in my 30s and I still ask my dad when I'm filling out a a new tax paper or anything with insurance. I'm like, hey, what should I do? Um, So we are there for that student for that too. So we do track them and then they become alum of our program. So we do stay in contact with them. So our outcomes are really, um, did they complete their their educational journey or their career journey? Are they full, full time? Are they fully Full employed full time. Um, do they have upward mobile upward mobility um, things like that? Full time benefits, and so we track them that way and, and work with them. And we do have, you know, we are relatively young, but we have a great group of alum already that are working, have completed um, training certificates in Iowa Western, and they're working in places like Series, and um, just we finally have some outcomes that way too. And the best way to showcase our outcomes are the students themselves. We hold an event and we just let them tell their story. You know, a student went through phlebotomy and now she's um, working full time, making over $30 an hour when she was working at McDonald's and making $11 before she entered the program. So it's just the best way to measure the outcomes is the success of the student. Travis, I've heard you talk about it before that there is so many opportunities in the trades, Mm -hmm. Uh, not just in heating and air, but but a lot of different trades that a lot of younger people haven't been exposed to through their life. And this is an opportunity for that to happen. And it it just fits right in with what I've been hearing you preach since we met. Yeah. Well, it's needed in the workforce. And and here's the the other part is kids in high school, 
need to see it. You know, luckily, well, luckily or unluckily for my three kids, they got to live it every day because mom's an ICU nurse and dad does heating and air conditioning. But you understand it's a needs business. And, you know, a lot of kids don't get that exposure. And that's where a program like your program, uh, you know, Avenue Scholars, you know, they can come in and get these kids, expose them to opportunities. They have contacts. Find out what they like or they don't like, what they're interested in. Because I hate to say it, nothing against career counselors, you know, a high school career counselor. But, you know, realistically, career counselors are not going to, uh, they're not going to uh, expose the kids to a lot. They know the four-year schools, the universities, they really don't understand the trades. And, and, to, a, and to an extent, I'd even say, like even with the military, I've had two sons that went to the military and understand there's trading opportunities there too. But, you know, whether it be the military or a program like yours, it gets them kids that don't know what the heck they want to do. They can go look at stuff before they're 19 and they're out of high school and they don't know what to do and they're at a community college and they're like, well, this sucks. Now what? And that's what we're trying to do is work with the businesses and then get them this exposure. And then also to assist those schools and those career counselors because we intentionally have each coach has a caseload of 50 students. And so we, we are um, intentional about that ratio so that they can be more intentional on their job shadows, their industry tours, their, their workplace exposure so that students do have that opportunity. So that way, by the time we get to graduation and we know what is your career path, what is your post-secondary path? Okay, great. We also off- offer the scholarship to Iowa Western. So we want to make sure that you're going in the, the right trade and you're filling the workforce need that we have right here. So just like Travis said, we can start doing that at a much younger age. We start working with them their sophomore year of high school and then continue working with them junior year, senior year, after high school, all the way through Iowa Western if they're there or into the workforce. So it's very, it's very intentional, the work that we're doing. The fun part would be for me if I'm 16 years old, because I, I can speak back to when I was 16, because I can kind of remember it, to where, you know, I could go take a look. I could go job shadow at this place, or I can work at this place, you know, like my sophomore year. And, okay, maybe I like it, I don't like it. But my junior year, hey, some there's this other opportunity. Maybe this makes more sense because I this is okay, but maybe it's not a decision. And it's an opportunity that, you know, you wouldn't get other, you wouldn't get otherwise. And, and you know, it gives, I, I'm a big person in options and, and a kid that gives them options, gives them things to look at. You mentioned the limit on the space uh, for each program. How close are you getting to that limit? What's the response been from the students that are coming in? Oh, we fell. We're, we're excited <laughs> to say it, but yeah, we um, have a large amount of applications that come through. We're actually in recruiting seasons, what we call it right now. So all of our high school career coaches are meeting with those sophomores in their their schools. They complete an online application. And uh, it's it's not a, um, again, like I said with business, it's not a one size fits all. Our coach sits down with all these applicants and has a very um, just open conversation and is like, hey, this, these are the things we're doing. We need to make sure that you're committing to, you know, the career exploration and committing to working with your coach just as much as we're going to give back to you because we want to make sure we're selecting students that that really want to try to figure out what they're doing or maybe a handful of them know what they want to do. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a competitive process. I will say that we've gotten to the point where we, we have a great deal of applicants and we are able to really select our, we do it 25 um, juniors, 25 seniors. So they're the best of the best when we get the applications. It's really exciting to look through them. 
I think, Travis, probably from your side, that competition to even get into the program is beneficial to you as well because you know you're getting somebody that's interested. Well, you got someone that's interested. You know, she mentioned phlebotomists, and I just think to my wife and the shortages that there is in the healthcare field right now. You know, you have that do what wants to do, learn how to go do phlebotomy, and maybe two years later or four years later, depending on what she wants to do for school, you know, could make 30, 35 bucks an hour, you know, at 20 year, you know, 22 years old. Wait, oh, I wasn't doing that at that age. No. <laughs> I was happy at 10 bucks an hour. <laughs> I don't know where you made 10 bucks an hour. I wasn't. Doing that. Well, uh, you, you know, you got to have a looks like I do. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, but that kind of opportunity, and that's the thing with, you know, with the stuff, with talk trades, but there's just such a shortage that if you're an employer, you know, that's looking to find candidates and maybe is it making the right contacts or, you know, is using Indeed or Career Plug or, you know, whatever. I mean, if you're if you're a high school student versus going and applying at 27 different places, which God bless you, that's great that you do it. To me, this is a much better avenue to people that have already been vetted. You know, you've had you've had some experience. They're not walking into a blind or a bad situation. I, I don't want to say protected, but at least, you know, you if they come to into your program, you want to go look at something, they have an issue, they've got someone they can turn to as their advocate and help them before they get themselves into a bad situation. You know, Travis, back when you and I were young, there was nothing like this. We had shop class. That was about the extent of it. And, you know, we had one teacher, and I remember my first one was woodworking, then we had metalworking, and, but it didn't really teach us anything about having an actual career using your hands. No, not, not, not at that point. I mean, I've got steep skills for it, but not from an actual working for an employer, you know, you know, perspective. Like I said, my employer perspective is working for a tractor supply, working for a restaurant, you know, working for a Goodyear dealership, learn how to change truck and tractor and combine tires. And you want to talk about a tough job, go change combine tires that are full of calcium in the fall. There's lots of things I would rather do than that. <laughs> oh, we can trade horror stories about things. We, You and I grew up in pretty close to the same area in northwest Iowa. I spent a summer picking up turkey eggs for a turkey farmer So <laughs> at, at $3 an hour. Come that on, that was my on, experience. Come on, Bailey. That seems oh, like right up your alley. A, yeah, I, I did grow up on a farm, and there, there were eggs, but no, no, no thanks. So what's next? I mean, is there further growth in the future for the program? Yeah, I don't want to misspeak, but I, I will say that I'm confident that um, we have great plans. We have big ideas. We have great supporters. Um, it's a great community, and I, I don't, I definitely think we're not done growing. Well, in as many uh, high schools as you've already picked up around Southwest Iowa, it sounds like everyone's starting to see it, and you'll be getting in front of more school boards to present this program, and it's just going to keep growing. So congratulations on what it is that you're doing, and I'm thrilled that the young people here in this area have this opportunity uh, to learn more about options that there are different directions you can go. As Travis, you're, you're very good at saying that there's nothing against going the four-year institution route. There's nothing wrong with that, but there is more available. It's not either or. I'm a big believer that, that life is and. It's not either or. You can have more than one thing in one place and a chance for a young person to experience something like this without having to make a full life decision when they're 16. They can see and they can make decisions based on real information as opposed to just a general concept of what something might be like. Exactly. 
One last question I do have for you. I know that obviously the Lincoln Foundation helped start this program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for it to grow, obviously it takes money. It takes people. If you're if you're talking to you know an employer or people, what what is people like myself, you know, other employers out there that want to be involved with this? What can they do to help you you and your program to help this grow? That's a wonderful question, and really, we're embarking on a lot of that right now. That we're kind of hitting that that our full stride and working with more businesses and serving more young people. Um, really, a lot of our career exploration events, just like you're doing, but opening doors for job shadows, opening doors for industry tours, allowing our students to come on site to really have conversations with these individuals in trades is huge for our students. Um, also, offering partnering with this part-time employment program that we run in the summer is really beneficial for our students. And uh, I know it can be stressful at times because you're like, oh, I got to put it somebody else on staff and I got to do this, you know, but it really is something that we we believe wholeheartedly and we know the benefit of. And, and just like you said, Travis, I'm glad it was such a great experience for you, but it, it would be beneficial for the business. So really just trying to um, help help them understand it's worth those eight weeks. It's, it's worth the commitment and that we're right alongside there with you. So business partners to host those summer um, employment opportunities would be great. And then, um, you know, financial donations are are always well received because we do have a lot of students that have unmet needs unfortunately you never want to say that but life comes up and and when they know that they can trust us and we're supporting them then they're um, more willing to tell us about those things that are coming up and we can help remove those barriers to offer them a successful pathway so unmet needs is big you know we're scholarshiping them for io western and, and we're helping them with you you know Tools are expensive. That, that is a big area right now. Um, and so anytime we have businesses that are like, hey, we'd like to help support a student with their tool needs, things like that, yeah. that just just getting creative and just having conversations with us and, and helping these students. We do so much more than just take them around and show them what's going on. And, and so just um, being advocates for the program like you are mm-hmm. is huge. I mean, you are so wonderful to help donate to us on Giving Tuesday and work with our students. And that doesn't go um, unseen or, or unheard. We're huge advocates of AirServe and we want it, We want more um, partnerships within the community like that because mm-hmm. we want to offer just as much support. If, if you're a tradesman, $10,000 in tools once you get to a certain level because you buy one thing and then you realize you need another and need another and next thing you know you have a van full of tools and if you don't have them you can't work <laughs> exactly or That's... students that are you welding and they're like oh i don't have a mask we're like whoa 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 you, yeah. you, we, we want to help you with that we're going to help you with that you're, so. you're a diesel mechanic i mean use some of the toolboxes that they have for that um you know like i said you know just some of the tools some of the, you know your your hand tools are the tools every day for the trade the one thing you find is the most valuable if you're a tradesman is your tools. You're as good as your tools. If you don't take care of them, it's kind of hard to work. And these students deserve that. They deserve to have their own toolbox. They're working hard. They're they're great um, community members. And, and, you know, we believe in them and we're placing them for a reason. So we want them to feel that too. We want them to have their own things. Bailey McQueen-Jones, Director of Strategic Initiatives with Avenue Scholars Southwest Iowa. Also Travis Waldstein of AirServe Heating and Air Conditioning at Council Bluffs with us today on Circle of Trades. This is a great one, Travis. Well done. Uh, Bailey, thank you for coming today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and I look forward to continuing to work with you. Sounds good.